0: Hello guys, I welcome all of you to today's farmcast and guys uh, today is the third day and uh, I have chosen alphabetically of course the 5 drugs of choice we will discuss today and obviously at last I will discuss one common concern that you guys have during your preparation, right? Let's begin with the first disorder for today. Guys, the disorder is ADHD or Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Now the drug of choice for ADHD it has been asked quite a number of times so it is preferred to be asked and uh, guys think what is the drug of choice for ADHD I bet uh, almost 100% of you would know the answer that the answer is methylphenidate right so here we need not stop just at methylphenidate right we need to think what else they can ask so for that I'll tell you two things one that is, methylphenidate can worsen tics, right? And in which disorder you can say tics? Right guys, which disorder? Torrid syndrome. And you'll be surprised to know that ADHD is frequently seen with torrid syndrome. That means um, you might have to deal with patients who have who have both ADHD as well as torrid. Now in those patients, can I use methylphenidate? No, obviously, why? Because it worsens tics. So, one condition where methylphenidate is contraindicated is ADHD with Torrid. That is one concern. Second concern here is, um, see guys, methylphenidate, what is it? It is a CNS stimulant. And you know that stimulants can be abused. And uh, there is always a risk of addiction or dependence with drugs like methylphenidate. Now, let me tell you a scenario. Um, A kid has ADHD. And there is a family history of drug abuse, anyone from the family right uh, has a history of drug abuse. Now it has been seen that guys drug abuse it has some genetic component so that kid might be at higher risk for drug abuse. So if I use methylphenidate for ADHD what could happen is into his adulthood the kid could abuse methylphenidate or amphetamine that which, which is quite similar to methylphenidate. So I have told you two conditions where. Even if there is ADST, I'll not be using methylphenidate. What are those two conditions, guys? Recall, one is Tourette's syndrome. Second one is family history of drug abuse. Now, in these two conditions, if there is ADST, what is my drug of choice? Think, guys. So, that is the next level questions, which are asked in AIMS and JIPMO and PGI-like exams. And then your answer would be Atomoxetine guys i'll repeat once again your answer would be atomoxetine and atomoxetine is a selective norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor it is not snri snri is serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor where we have drugs like venlafaxine duloxetine atomoxetine is a selective norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor and it was found out that uh, this drug is not a very good antidepressant but it is a very good drug if it is used in adhd with these disorders right so all in all, ADHD drug of choice is methylphenidate. ADHD with torrid or ADHD with family history of drug abuse, drug of choice is atomoxetine. So that is the take home away message guys here. Let us move on to the next disorder. That is adrenal cancer. So adrenal cancer, what is the drug of choice guys? It has been asked a couple of times as well. And what is the drug of choice? Think, what is the drug of choice for adrenal cancer? Guys again, this is an easy one. Drug of choice for adrenal cancer is a uh, mitotain so mitotain is a drug which is adrenolytic means it selectively kills the cells of adrenal glands that is adrenal cortical cells are killed by mitotain and see remember the mainstay of treatment of adrenal cancer you might have studied in surgery is surgical resection so surgical resection is the mainstay of treatment in case of adrenal cancer but in those cases where there is high risk of recurrence, then we go for the drug and that the drug of choice is mitotane, which is given for five years. Now let me tell you a little bit of the follow up. See guys, if I give mitotain which is an adrenolytic drug means it will you know, kill the adrenal cortical cells then your adrenal glands cannot produce steroids, glucocorticoids as well as mineralocorticoids which means what post mitotane therapy you might have to give hydrocortisone as well as fludrocortisone for treatment of adrenal insufficiency right guys so here are the takeaway message messages adrenal cancer what is the drug of choice Mitotane. how long is it given five years let us move on to the next disorder akathisia so i discussed a little bit about akathisia with acute dystonia yesterday right so akathisia what is the drug of choice akathisia what is the drug of choice guys think uh, this has been asked again, many times it has been asked Akathisia guys, remember the drug of choice are beta blockers. Beta blockers like Propranolol is the drug of choice, it is the first line drug, it is our first go-to drug in case of Akathisia. Now if they ask, they can ask you like what other drugs are used guys. The second line drug are anti-mascarinic drug like benstropine. it's an anti-mascarinic drug that can be used right. Or I can also use Benzhexol which I discussed yesterday, it can also be used third line drugs are benzodiazepine. so why benzodiazepines are third line drug in case of akathisia because in clinical trials it has been seen that benzodiazepines can actually increase mortality in patients of schizophrenia that is the reason why they are third line nevertheless if the patient is not responding to beta blockers if the patient is not responding to anticholinergics we don't have anything else we go to benzodiazepine. so here why I have a, have i told you the all the three lines because here there is an mcq that is possible all of the following are used in akathisia except right so whatever is left that could be your answer now regarding akathisia guys first of all they might not give you akathisia they might give you a presentation so how does akathisia look like in the patient the patient with akathisia, akathisia is restless right he is pacing around he, he has a continuous desire to move around now if these words are present you're dealing with akathisia second thing is um you need to remember they can ask you which is the most common which is the most common eps most common eps is akathisia right most common is akathisia earliest is acute dystonia i told you yesterday now let's move on guys to the next disorder it is abpa or allergic bronchopulmonary aspergillosis so what is the drug of choice for abpa now this is one of the doubts that i frequently get um, and think guys, think think which is the drug of choice for abpa right so guys for abpa if you look at the disorder allergic means it is a hypersensitivity reaction that is your clue and for hypersensitivity what do we use to treat guys to suppress that immune reaction what do we use we use steroids so guys steroids to be precise prednisolone is a drug of choice for allergic bronchopulmonary aspergillosis but then You might have seen that antifungal drug like itraconazole is also used in ABPA, so what is its role? See, the role of ABPA is on long term therapy when you want to decrease the dose of steroids. For long term, when I use itraconazole, the dose required in ABPA for steroids, it decreases and I I don't need to tell you why decreased dose of steroids is better for the patient, all of you know that, right? So which means what guys? Remember, two things. Drug of choice for ABPA steroid prednisolone antifungal of choice is atraconazole though i can also use voriconazole but the preferred one is atraconazole now guys the last uh, disorder for today is uh, allergic rhinitis or which is also known as hay fever in common language right common men's language hay fever or allergic rhinitis think guys what is the rug of choice for allergic rhinitis Now many of you might think it is an allergic rhinitis that means a second generation antihistaminic like cetirizine or levocetirizine or loratadine can be the drug of choice. You are wrong guys. No. Antihistaminics are not the drug of choice in allergic rhinitis. Think again. I told you right. Allergy which is the best class of drug in allergy. Steroids again. So allergic rhinitis the drug of choice are steroids and the preferred route is nasal spray so nasal spray we can give we can give drugs like budesonide or baclomethazone or fluticasone can be given by inhalational nasal spray nasal spray not inhalational nasal spray and uh, second line drug second line or you you can say add-on drug right if uh, you want to add another drug for better effect then you can go for second generation antihistaminics means here. antihistaminic of choice are second generations like cetirizine levocetirizine loratadine all these drugs or you can go for inhalational inhalational antihistaminics guys sometimes they ask you which of the following is an inhalational antihistaminic think can you recall at least one antihistaminic which is uh, not inhalational but which can be given by intranasal route at least one Guys, if you remember, we discussed about drugs like azelastine, olopatadine. These two are most commonly used. Azelastine. So at least remember two antihistaminics from second generation, which are given by inhalation route. These are azelastin and olopatadine. So what did I tell you, guys? Allergic rhinitis drug of choice steroids, right? To steroids, I can add, I can add antihistaminics. But remember, if there is a kid, if there is a kid. With allergic rhinitis, then I would better avoid steroids in that kid. So in children, in children, the preferred drug or usually the parents, parents, you know, for any kid, the parents they would always ask about the drawbacks, side effects of drugs. So what parents mostly choose for kids for allergic rhinitis is nasal spray of chromolin, chromolin sodium. Now if you remember we discussed in our lectures the safest safest anti-asthmatic drugs these are chromolin sodium and Nedocromil, right so that is the reason why in children chromolin nasal spray is more preferred so guys that is what we had to discuss today five important disorders and their drugs of choice right guys at last as i discuss every day one common concern and today's concern is an important one and this question that i get from students is, sir how to master a subject which i am weakest in And I feel sometimes that, um, I wish sometimes that this subject did not exist for me, right? So it usually happens. What we do is we close our eyes to a subject we don't like and uh, it it keeps on getting worse to worse, right? So guys, what to do about those subjects? So let me take an example. Suppose pharmacology is your weak link in your 19 subjects and you don't love pharmacology, don't like pharmacology. But still, you'd like to get a decent a decent amount of uh, questions right in the exam. So how to go about that? So guys, the only thing you can do now is you can plan your revision differently. How? Let me tell you. Suppose I'm taking it for example. Don't don't think that these are the absolute number of days. For example, let us say you, you have uh, chalked out 5 days for pharmacology and 10 hours a day. right? So 10 hours a day, 5 days, it comes out to... 50 hours. But if pharma is a subject which I am weaker in, it is never advisable to do bolus revision for any subject. And for that matter, if you are are weaker in a subject, then you should break it down multiple times. For example, see what I am telling here is, I would not revise 10 hours a day, I would rather revise 2 hours a day. Alright, I will revise 2 hours a day and I will revise it for 25 days. Which means again 25 into 2 comes out to 50 hours. So I will be revising the same 50 hours but spread across more number of days and what this gives me is every day after i finish revising for two hours i'll take out 10 to 15 minutes and i will see what i had revised yesterday and day before yesterday so you're revising so this is called as series of revision multiple revision right you're revising today as well as you're revising what you have studied um, yesterday and day before yesterday and guys if you do this if you do this you will see That even after closing your eyes, right, you can flip through the pages in your brain. You can flip flip through the pages of your notes in your brain. And that is when you reach the epitome of perfection, guys. Right. So that's all for today, guys. Lots of love to all of you. This was Dr. Ranjan. Take care. Bye-bye.